looking through the archives of Winamount Podcast, and the last time I really talked about uh, cancel culture in any way, shape, or form, honestly, it was uh, not too long ago that Matthew Perry was part of the discussion, Taylor Swift and Eminem, the last run of the real cancel uh, culture kind of thing of getting celebrities down. The common scenario of all these is the fact that it's always got to be somebody that's more popular or more successful than the people that are pitching back. It's an inferiority complex. Okay. For those keyboard warriors that like to go ahead and still prefer like they're on the internet, like they're at the playground on recess, and they just decide we're going to just bully somebody that we don't like or bully somebody that's doing better than us. And it's a, obviously a great way to go ahead and vent frustration. <clears throat> also, you know, we're not worried about our own shortcomings. It's a reflection of people just not caring to take care of themselves. That's how I feel cancel culture is really reflected. Because that is the reason. It has nothing to do, really. You want to go and make the excuse of whatever cause that is the reason for somebody to go ahead and get on board to cancel somebody? It's because of that and nothing more. So, so many different scenarios of cancel culture. I mean, you could do a show on it. I could do a podcast on it, probably on a weekly basis if I wanted to, but I don't. So once in a while, we just need to go ahead and call it out for what it is and look at how people are fighting back. Because what people need to understand is, now, we're aware. And we know the celebrities, influencers, people that have a voice, you say something you could be susceptible to ridicule if you're saying something that might be against the grain, something that might be off color, might be really discriminatory or objectionable to somebody out there, which everybody is easily triggered. If you are one of the people that likes to cancel people out, that's your prerogative. That's just what it comes down to. Bill Maher continuously talks about this. So I'm going to start with him. The fact that he talks about the Tokyo Olympics or outwoking the Oscars, proving cancel culture is, quote, an insanity that is swallowing up the world, end quote. Now, I'm going to say the fact that one thing that's got to be understood is that what I just said, that is what cancel culture, that's the real true reason for it. It's because people are just not happy with themselves. Or they just feel like they need to do something because they feel like you're, you're doing something to help right the world, whatever it might be. It just happens so much. But there are some people that are willing to just say, you know what? Fuck it. Why should I even let this bother me? Because I think some people are starting to say that, you know what? Cancel culture is the same as bad publicity, which we always heard bad publicity is good publicity. And so there's always people that are willing to go ahead and just open up even though they realize what kind of backlash they're going to get. And the cancel culture crowd is going to come at you. Bill Maher got into his new rules monologue on the last real time with Bill Maher on HBO and said, quote, please don't make the Olympics into the Oscars. Last April, he reminded the audience, the theme of this year's Oscar show was, quote, we dare you to be entertained. Its producers, these gripes, seemed determined not to let the audience forget for a moment the injustices and deficiencies of the human condition. The Tokyo Summer Games, he said, have outdone Hollywood. And he also ridiculed uh, various 
with coverage including surfing being an Olympic sport in Tokyo. And one of the reasons he says here is the fact that the Associated Press wrote that having surfing in the games exacerbates cultural appropriation and racial indignities. That's because non-Hawaiians have popularized the mainstream of sport with deep spiritual and communal healing for its original participants. And the article's headline described the competition as a whitewashed event. Okay. And here's something I want to take as well is the fact that he is even trying to get, you know, trying to avoid being canceled himself because of the fact that there are charges from people that say he's moving farther to the political right. Quote, a place that de- Deadline.com calls on the spectrum given to reflexively denouncing cancel culture. And Bill Maher said, quote, my politics have not changed, but I am reacting to politics that have. And the news coming out of the Olympics is yet another example of how the woke invert the very thing that used to make liberals liberals. Snitches and bitches. That's not being liberal. That's a good way to put it, Bill. And he also says that most of human history is a horror story, but the notion of keeping cultures and communities in silos interferes with one of the main positives in life. The good parts of groups coming together and sharing is the whole point of the Olympics. I'm not going to roll on that because there's more things in the pop culture that everybody's all caught up on. From the baby to Michael Che, to Olivia Rodrigo. I mean, it goes on and on with what we have. So, as the Olympics went on, Michael Che had an issue. Well, he had a thing where he decided to make a couple jokes on Simone Biles, who decided to go ahead and bow out and withdraw herself from, what is it, the single and team competitions of the gymnastics uh, final in the Olympics? So, he posted some controversial jokes about Simone Biles. And then he came, we went retracted. And he said about this quote, I got like three minutes of Simone Biles jokes in my head. I'm going to the cellar tonight to say them into a microphone as the dorky kids say, I'm choosing violence. So some of the jokes he said was, Larry Nasser understands Simone Biles better than anyone. He too had to quit what he loved at the pinnacle of his career because of mounting pressure. Okay. Next. Okay, so I am shivering while typing this, but you are encouraging me. Who said black don't crack? <laughs> okay. Next. Well, that's a, a, probably a couple other ones, but I can't find what else he said. So that's what he had in his mind. And because of that, it obviously got some things going back. And then people decided to go ahead and start canceling them out. You get someone like uh, on Twitter, I'm not going to mention names, but we have NBC's on hi- or NSL, SNL's on hiatus, but doesn't Michael Che have an HBO deal too? It'd be a great time to talk, act on all the big talk, listen to black women, and drop that talent free wastrel who constantly maligns us. We have receipts for years, but this latest something is inexcusable. Another person said that he uses the same IG font as his hacker. And, you know, people decided to go and go after him and attack. No surprise there. The And let's go to the one that's really gotten the most out of all this. 
Let's go down the line of the baby, the infamous rapper that uh, made some comments at the Rolling Loud Festival last week, and it's been going on nonstop. And everybody from Elton John to Madonna have all ripped him a new ass, including Dua Lipa, who did who he collabed with on the song Levitating, to which now the radio stations have stopped playing the song, the remix of the song. The Levitating is still being played, but the remix is being done. They're phasing out. But it was already going to phase out, folks. Okay, so before you start going after that, just, just know that, okay? So on Sunday at the Rolling Loud Festival, he said to his audience to hold up their phones if they didn't show up today with HIV or AIDS and if they were fellas who ain't sucking dick in the parking lot. And he referred to HIV, HIV and AIDS as them deadly sexually transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two to three weeks, which is not only false. Uh, well, actually, that's what the writer says here in this Slate article. It's not only false, but feeds into dangerous and outdated myths about the virus and the disease. Spreading that misinformation, misinformation during a concert, even as attention-baiting trollery, can be fairly described as homophobic. Then he gets attacked because he brought on rapper Tory Lanez, who apparently had shot Megan Thee Stallion, the rap superstar, and all that going on, you know, just adding on to injury. Right. And then, of course, we also had the word the baby's already had his run of things going on. He's made some comments and he's done some things himself criminally that have not helped him out. March 2020, during a concert, he slapped a female fan who was trying to film the show with her phone. And the rapper said he would have slapped the person for an encroaching on its personal space, no matter if it were a man or woman. He also did a freestyle which he called 18-year-old Nickelodeon star Joe, Joe Siwa a bitch, claimed he had no beef with the uber-positive ponytail teen, all of my end that critics couldn't properly comprehend his wordplay. And so Dua Lipa canceled him out. Elton John canceled him out. Elton John with like a five post on, tw with five posts on Twitter to kind of make the point. And then as everybody asking, did he apologize? He did post a multi-part Instagram trying to go ahead and, you know, explain. I don't think he was apologizing. He was just trying to go ahead and, you know, make his point a little bit clearer if everybody thought to. But he, I guess he did. But it did take a couple days for it to come out. But he did say, anyone who'd done ever been affected by AIDS, HIV, y'all, got the right to be upset. What I said was insensitive, even though I have no intentions on offending anybody, so my apologies. But the LGBT community, I ain't tripping on y'all. Do you? Y'all business is y'all business. So he did somewhat take it back. But he was trying to go ahead and double down. He was trying to go ahead and push back, push back, push back. Because, you know, is everybody that's going to get canceled going to continue just to go ahead and take it? I mean, yeah, I know. In Hollywood, in music, your fans, your stands, they're all going to get upset for something. Of course, you're not going to make anybody, everybody happy. That's just how, what it comes down to. And that's where we always have the same thing. Then there's the cancel culture part, because I don't want to talk about the baby all night. Then there's the Olivia Rodrigo part, which was another <laughs> issue to go into this. Because they tried to go after her. BuzzFeed put out a story saying she was being accused for talking in a black scent and using her uh, AAVE in resurfaced videos and sparked mixed reactions. And I got to go back and look what that was, uh, what AAVE, because again, they're finding new names for everything and they're just 
trying to find things about her to take her down because she got so big so fast. Let's even take down the darling, the princess of pop of 2021, Olivia Rodrigo. Let's go and take her down a notch. Why not? So in that, she was using her AAVE is her African American vernacular English. <laughs> okay. Says things like I be trending and emotional as fuck or AF while y'all were also adopted contractions common in AAV such as y'all and I'm a and speaking to what referred as a black set. Y'all's a southern thing. I've been saying y'all since I was like two years old. Y'all is not a black thing. It's a southern thing. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Now, apparently the majority of the clips were in the compilation uh, were earlier from the year around the release of driver's license. So, one thing she says is, homegirl went platinum in two weeks. Thank you guys so, so much. I'm crying. You're all so talent, or so talented. This is crazy. Crying, C-R-I-N-E, when you are laughing, when something is funny. And the other one she also used was, boy, you best believe I'm watching you kill it as Evan. This means the whole world feeling of so mutual. I'm a. <laughs> the little, the smallest things. Let's just go ahead and get. And then fans were surprised and said that Olivia Rodrigo should take accountability for the appropriation and address her past comments. And many were quick to highlight the double standard perpetuated by Olivia freely using AAVE, African-American Vernacular English. Saying that while it's trendy for non-black people to adopt such slang, black people are still victims of discrimination for speaking the same way. <sighs> Man, I'm telling you. This kind of shit, when I'm not podcasting, I read this stuff and I'm like, I'm never outraged anymore. I've, got, I've done past that. But everybody wants somebody to go down. So build them up. Bring them down. Build them up. Bring them down. That's what people want. You guys can't handle the fact she got so damn successful. You, can, you, All of you that cancel, you can't stand the fact that the baby is so damn successful what he's done. Even though, yeah, he's got his same flex, his same bars are the same. Yeah, it's a kind of a repeat performance. And the fact that, oh, yeah, what, why is he the one that got so special working with Megan Thee Stallion or working with Dua Lipa? I got it. Yeah. We all have that. Okay? We can all have our personal things about who we think is talented or not. But when you, when, when just, okay, you want to take some shots of people and you want to go ahead and complain, and that's not enough. No, we have to go ahead and cancel them. We have to destroy their lives. And all I know is that for all of those that are out there that are hoping to go ahead and get this away, we know why it's being done, and I don't care about why. All I know is that the, these artists, these celebrities, these comedians, whatever, keep fighting, okay? Sure, you want to go ahead and, you know, placate and you think that there might be certain things. Listen, there's a, if there's, it's always been said for myself to make sure not to say something I need to apologize for. I think the only times I ever apologize, honestly, is when I have to go ahead and try to correct the situation and just put out an apology just to go and, you know, kind of save face, you know, for whatever reason, 
you know, within what I do for a living in my projects that I work on, side projects, full-time projects, whatever. And I'll tell you, some people are going to go ahead and cross that line, but canceling them is not going to do. Listen, you want to go ahead and go back and reach out and try to explain and, you know, get some people's ignorance and stubbornness and pigheadedness out and call them out on their shit? Okay. But the canceling part is what is just too much. Vulture put out a story of Craig Jenkins and X. SA says, I don't see an end to this. I'm not going to go too much about this, but it was talking about LGBTQ hip hop fans and artists. And the fact that, that there have been terms more hopefully about queer representation in hip hop that there might be a time when the community doesn't excuse and ignore hateful, homophobic, transphobic rhetoric. Quote, we're living in a preposterous time. If we wanted, we could restructure the power dynamics that bind us. But as it dawns on some of us that adding more seats to the proverbial table requires sacrificing a bit of our own elbow room, relations have gotten ugly. We've seen anti-racism pawned off as woke supremacy. Elderly men weaponize political power to legislate how women are allowed to take care for and live in their bodies. Seen young men fight tooth and nail to defend their ability to transgress and offend at will, clinging desperately to the 20th century social mores to center their needs and wants. Well, how about you just take the point that you're never going to make everybody just go and conform to what you think. How about just leaving them alone? When somebody doesn't agree with your deal, you're not going to puritanize them. You're not going to change their mind. Leave them the fuck alone. Why is that so hard for people to understand? Stay in your lane, okay? And if somebody comes into your lane and violates that space, yeah, go after them. But man, words, people are so offended by words. Because that, all that right there, the cancel culture was over what people said, not what people did. Nobody got murdered. Nobody got maimed. Nobody got, you know, violated. Nobody got assaulted or attacked. You're calling it traumatization because they're fucking words. Fucking words. Stop it. Please stop it. That's all I got to say about that. I'll talk to you next time.